Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Okay, I have a few stories here from the Gateway Pundit. Pretty embarrassing stuff. The Marxists continue to push the snowball down the hill. And then I'm going to wrap up with a professional development opportunity, quote-unquote, that apparently occurred uh, just a few weeks ago, which also was equally as embarrassing. And you can, again, pick up all the Marxist lingo and all of the nonsense, and it's remarkably horrible. So away we go. This comes from the Gateway Pundit. It's titled, D.C. Public Schools Using Black Lives Matter Curriculum to Prioritize that prioritizes disrupting the nuclear family. And that's Marxism, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want the nuclear family. They want the state to be the parent. They want government to be the parent. They want the teacher to be the parent. And there are lots of parents out there that are 100% fine with their child being raised by their school district. So it says, quote, D.C. public schools have announced that they will be using a race-based curriculum sent out by Black Lives Matter to teach students about Black History Month. An email sent to parents refers to children as communal children and prioritizes disrupting the Western-prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. According to a report from the Daily Wire who obtained the email, the program calls for allowing anyone to, quote, choose their own gender, unquote, even children in elementary school. The critical race theory-based curricula uses Black Lives Matter Matter's 13 guideline principles, or guiding principles, rather, uh, which the Wire reports pushes for queer and transgender affirmation and restorative justice, among other priorities. The guide calls for the dismantling of the patriarchal practice of requiring mothers to parent their children while also participating in justice work. We are committed to disrupting the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other, each other as extended family members and villages that collectively care for one another. The guide reads, especially our children. This is absolute insanity. Again, if you need more reasons to pull your children out of school permanently, this is certainly one of them. Uh, it continues, quote, The Nationalist Review reported on the curriculum back in August, reporting that schools in Massachusetts, Maryland, California, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Indiana, North Carolina, and many more have signed on to the effort. Multiple teachers' unions have signed into the effort as well. Um, globalism means that they are thinking about all the different people all over the world and thinking about the ways to keep things fair everywhere, their guide states. The school district's email also linked parents to Teaching Tolerance, which is a branch of the activist Southern Poverty Law Center network. I'm very familiar with that, and it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It again brainwashes students with the social and emotional learning aspect instead of teaching them how to read, write, and engage in arithmetic. That's what they should be learning. They shouldn't be spending 80 to 90% of the day listening to each other's feelings. That's just not the point of school. It isn't. And it's certainly not the point of learning. It continues, quote, Dozens of people were killed and thousands of businesses were destroyed during Black Lives Matter violent riots in 2020. Of course, we all know that. 
But the Marxists don't care, which is the point. They just don't care. Okay. This is an interesting one, which I included in my book, American Education in 2020, briefly. But uh, the superintendent of public instruction who swore in on a children's book to deliver state of education address in Arizona. And this apparently happened just the other day. Uh, let's see. Miss Hoffman, who was born between 1985 and 1986, her exact date of birth is unknown. Not sure why that's the case is famous for swearing into office on a children's book instead of a Bible two years ago in January of 2019. Elected officials have have the option of taking their oath of office with one hand on a variety of books. At the inaugural ceremony on Monday, Kathy Hoffman swore her oath of office to become Arizona's superintendent of public instruction on the children's book Too Many Moose a book she enjoyed using in her classroom to help children with speech impediments. Hoffman, a trans woman, joined in on a case in Arizona related to LGBTQ rights in April 2019, shortly after she was sworn in. Uh, Okay. Well, Arizona's in deep trouble. Because part of her agenda, of course, is teaching elementary school students to masturbate. So there's that, and you'd better believe that's going to find its way into those schools if it hasn't already. Okay, here's another one. I've commented countless times, of course, on the Chicago Teachers Union and what an embarrassment they are and they continue to be as now their mayor, who is receiving these slings and arrows from the teachers union and the teachers and parents and whatever else, for actually opening up their schools and telling everybody to go back to work. Well, now she's blaming President Trump for the reason why the teachers' union is upset. You know, Pat, isn't passing the buck these days just out of style? Right when you think that's gone away, right when you think that that's not going to be a thing anymore, and people are actually going to, oh, I don't know, accept responsibility for their own actions. Don't you think that passing the buck is just stale? It's just stale bread. Throw it away. There's too much information out there, Lori. There's too much information out there with you screaming at the top of your lungs about how everybody needs to socially distance, stay away, and blah, blah, blah. And all you did was not only be gaslighted, but you gaslighted everybody else who was apparently willing to be gaslighted. And now they're all continuing to just believe the exact same lie. It's really pathetic. Yep, it's Trump's fault. That's it. Okay, here's the professional development piece I wanted to mention. And this too is awful. Okay, this is called, this was bouncing around the boards the other day, so I snagged it and figured I'd read it, and I did, and uh, pulled my hair out if I had any hair left to pull. It's called Achieve the Core Webinar, a work in progress, dismantling white supremacy in our workplace, coffee and conversations, January 27th, 2021. Okay, here's the description. I hope you're sitting down. Quote, in the wake of the January 6th white supremacist insurrection in Washington, D.C., and the importance of it being taught honestly and openly in our schools, 
This month's Coffee and Conversations topic feels more timely than we anticipated. Join us on January 27th to reflect on the ways white supremacy is endemic to our work and to hear the ways we as student achievement partners are beginning to try to dismantle it. That whole thing needs translation. The whole thing. Here's what this means. It means we hate white people and we want white people to say that they're wrong about everything. And that's what we're going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, the people that put this together are the biggest bigots on the face of the planet. There's no way around it. This is completely unprofessional, remarkably awful. And like I've said in the past, it, it really feels like it's illegal. There's just a piece of this that just smells illegal to me. It continues. This is the about the session portion. Quote, as a majority white organization that aims to elevate the quality of K-12 education for all students in this country, we have come to recognize the significant impact our racial identities have on our work and the ways we work with each other. As an organization, we acknowledge that many of the ways we have worked and continue to operate are emblematic of white supremacy culture. We have made substantive changes in our staffing model, our leadership, and our management structures in an attempt to move closer to our goal of being an anti-racist, multicultural organization. First of all, if you're hiring people who you think are racist, then you're bad at hiring. That's number one. So we know you're not really hiring people who are racist. You're just hiring some people every now and again who disagree with you. And if they're white, then they must be racist. That's exactly what this says. That's exactly what this is. Here's the last paragraph. Hold on tight. Quote, The session will begin with a candid conversation between Amy Briggs, between Amy Briggs, Student Achievements Partners President, and a white woman. Enjoy... Delizo Osborne, if I'm saying that right, a black woman on staff. We will discuss the process we have undertaken to change the way student achievement partners work, both internally and externally, and offer up some of the many challenges we continue to work through. Participants will then have the opportunity to dig into conversation with one another about any parallels they see to themselves and their work. This session is likely most useful for education professionals who are, who are looking for ways to challenge their understanding of their work and themselves through the lens of race. We do not profess to have any answers. We only hope to be open about our process and to learn alongside you. No, you don't. No, you don't. These people are not well. The only work that they need to do is the work between their ears. I've mentioned what gaslighting is in the past and in past episodes and how prevalent gaslighting is. That's exactly what this is. You have the gas lit or woke as some people refer to them to, but it's really gaslighting, which is a psychological abuse 
And now you have those that are gaslit, gaslighting other people who are so weak-minded that they're willing to be gaslit. They're turning down the gas lamp and they're saying, no, it's still as bright as it was before. And then they turn it down more and they say, no, it's still as bright as it was the other day. It's fine. We're not turning it down. Yes, you are turning it down. Only in this, you're ramping up the racism. You're ramping up your own bigotry. The people who listen to this are not well. The people who attend these things are not well. The people who, again, put these together and actually participate as if any of this is actually real. This is the matrix. That's exactly what this is. And the matrix grabs people and it holds on to them and it needs people. The matrix needs people like this to perpetuate the matrix. But those of us that live in the real world see this for exactly what it is. It's unprofessional, has nothing to do with teaching, it has nothing to do with learning, nothing to do with reading, writing, and arithmetic, and it certainly has nothing to do with advancing children to be well-rounded, solid-minded, competent, literate adults. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Don't forget to check out AmericanEducationFM.com where you can make a small donation or even email us and be a guest on the podcast. Until next time, never stop learning, never stop reading, and never stop unlearning. Thanks for listening, and God bless.